What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 70 of The Sports Show with Ben and Dylan. A name will certainly be figured out at some point, but I cannot guarantee when it'll be. I'm only here with myself, but I do have another guest, Matthew Shapira. So, yep, we're here with Matthew, and we have a big NFL preview. We have... um, Standings, predictions in each conference, awards, and playoff predictions, the usual stuff. So we will be doing, um, so we will be starting that, but I just wanted to mention the fact that um, Matthew has been on this podcast before. If you listen to it, we did NBA playoff predictions and like NFL weekly predictions along with college football conference championship games. So yeah, we will start it now. We'll start with the 16th seed in the conference. Matthew, who is your 16th seed and what is their record? In the AFC, I have the Houston Texans with the 16th seed with a record of 1 and 16. We still do not know if Deshaun Watson will play at all. He probably won't play because he has 22 uh, cases against him. So their starting quarterback is Tayrod Taylor, which is not very good. So I have him at 1 and 16 in the first game of the NFL draft next year. Yeah, I agree with that analysis completely. I have them as the 16th seed, but 2 and 15. I think when you have a somewhat capable quarterback in Terod Taylor, he's been a starter a bunch of times, then you'll just find your way to winning like one or two surprising games. It's extremely hard to go winless in the NFL. It's extremely hard to only win one game. I know the Jaguars found a way to do it last year, but they had guys like Mike Glennon and Jake Lutton as quarterbacks along with Gardner Minshew, now the backup Eagles quarterback. But it's really tough, and I think this Texans team has the slightest bit of talent with guys like Brandon Cooks and, I guess, like Mark Ingram and Philip Lindsay and David Johnson. I would. I don't have much faith in these guys, but I think they will be able to win two, so I have them as the 16th seed. Who is your 15th seed, Matthew? I have the New York Jets, 3-14. and 14. I did add Zach Wilson in the draft, but Zach Wilson is not the best in training camp in preseason. A lot of people think he's either a boom or bust type of guy. I think he might be a bust, and I have the Jets at 3-14 and 14 as the 15th seed. So I don't fully agree. I think Zach Wilson is pretty straightforward. He might be extremely good with gigantic throw power, or he might just be average with extremely strong throw power. Either way, I don't think he's saving the Jets from having a miserable season, as I also have them as the 15 seed, finishing 4-13. and 13. I think this team has some talent. I think rookie running back, I think he was a fourth-round pick or fifth. Michael Carter should be very solid. Um... They also have brought in Tevin Coleman. As for receivers, I think Jamison Crowder's in the COVID protocol, so he's pretty solid when he's healthy. They also added Corey Davis, who I think has some nice breakout potential. As for the defense and the O-line, not impressive at all, not even a bit. So I think they finish as the 15th seed at 4-13. and 13. Now for the 14th seed, who do you have? I have another AFC South team, Jacksonville Jaguars who had the first pick in the draft last year and chose Trevor Lawrence. And I think he's going to have a great season. But I do have somebody else winning up as rookie of the year. We'll get to that later. But Trevor Lawrence, along with third, horrible, they have a horrible day and a horrible O-line. So we'll see how he turns out with those. And they have some decent receivers this year. They have Louis Cachinal coming back for his second year. 
they got Marvin Jones Jr. in free agency. Yeah, so they have a couple good, couple solid guys, and I'm hoping that we'll get a couple wins. But I have them at five and twelve as the 14th seed in the AFC. So I actually agree. I had the Jaguars above the Colts in the AFC South for most of the week, but I sort of just changed my mind last second. The more I think about it. No matter how good Trevor Lawrence is, and I think he will definitely be contending for uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year. And I think that offense is actually pretty solid. James Robinson is certainly certainly a top 15 running back, a top top half of the league running back. I think the receiving core is actually pretty solid. I think DJ Shark has some nice breakout potential. Marvin Jones Jr. will continue to be solid, like in Detroit. And uh, LaVisca Chenault also has some breakout potential. So I think the offense will be solid. But when you get to the defensive side of the ball and the O-line, as you sort of um, alluded to, it's below average at best. Um, It's borderline. No, it is atrocious. So I think they finish 5-12 and and get the 14th seed. So now that brings us to the 13th seed. Matthew, who do you have? I have the uh, Las Vegas Raiders as the 13th seed. At a record of six and eleven, Derek Carr had a pretty solid. He had actually very solid season last year. I don't think he'll live up to the hype like he did last year. And their O line defense were just horrible. The defense could be the worst in the league. And they lost some big name, a big, a big name, not really big name guy, but it had a really good season last year. Nelson Sticky Hands Aguilar. He's on the Patriots now, and they do have Darren Waller the third best tight end in the league. They have, they got Kenyon Drake in free agency. They still have Josh Jacobs. They have some solid players, but just not entire, like, stations of the team, like an O-line in the defense. So I have them as the 13 seed at 6-11. and 11. So for me, I have another, I mean, if you notice the theme, some talent on these lower-seeded teams, but they lack some of the more important things, such as no line or defense. I do not have the Raiders as the 13th seed, but I do have a team that lacks an O-line and a defense. The Cincinnati Bengals finish as the 13th seed. Now hear me out. I know this offense has talent, similar to other teams, like I said, I've mentioned, but I feel like this defense and this O-line will not be able to hold up. I would not necessarily guarantee that Joe Burrow makes it through the season. I don't even know if Burrow is going to be that good. I think he's a little bit disappointing this year compared to last year, but then um, in the next season or two, he will finally start to form into a star-level quarterback. But I don't know if it really comes this year. I think the receiver core is very good. Um, T. Higgins should be solid. Uh, Jamar Chase, I know he's been getting a lot of hate in preseason because he dropped a bunch of passes, but I think he's going to be pretty solid too. And then Tyler Boyd will continue to be consistently underrated. As for the running game, Joe Mixon is a top 12 running back in the league when healthy. He's just not healthy that much uh, because that O-line is arguably the worst in the league and, and same with that defense. So I think the Bengals finish as the 13th seed at 6-11. and 11. Now, who do you have for your 12th seed? I have your 13th seed, the Bengals. Joe Burrow is the biggest boomer bust in the NFL probably. He just came off of an ACL a torn ACL, torn MCL, and other torn ligaments in his knee. That could change his entire career, and it might. I think it will. But this team could be also incredible. 
not maybe not this year, but in a couple of years, this team could be one of the best teams in the league. Such incredible young talent. They have Burrow, they have Joe Mixon, they have some great young receivers, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and uh, Auden Tate, who I think could be pretty solid in his career. Their defense is one of the worst in the league, and their O-line is two. I'm, su- I'm surprised they didn't take Penny Sewell with their fifth pick in the draft. And so they said uh, Jamar Chase, which they didn't necessarily need, but it could benefit them in a way. Yep, sorry for those background noises. Um, but I, I don't really know what that was, but it's fine. Um so for my 12 seed, I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos. Now I think the Broncos are a good sleeper team. Maybe um, their quarterback situation works out and they sneak into the playoffs as a lower seed. But um, if not, I, I wouldn't be too shocked either way. I think they have a really good defense and a decent O-line. But I think where they struggle, obviously, is the quarterback position, which is the most integral piece of the team. I think Teddy Bridgewater will consistently be solid and get you six, seven wins. I just can't really see. I mean, in his Vikings days before he uh, got injured a bunch, I think was a solid quarterback. Um, But I think now it's a little tough. So I think he gets the 12th seed, or I think the Broncos get the 12th seed with a record of seven and 10. Now, who do you have for the 11th seed? I have the Broncos also as the 11th seed, also a record of 7-10. They have two quarterbacks of Drew Locke, who's not going to start. It's going to be Teddy Bridgewater instead. They have Cortland Sutton, who missed, like, every single game last year. I think he got hurt in week two last year against the Steelers. Yeah. And uh, they have him. He's he's returning. They have Jerry Judy, who had a decently solid year last year. I think he'll – way better this year. They have a new rookie running back, Javante Williams from North Carolina. They still have Melvin Gordon. They did lose Philip Lindsay. That might hurt them. Uh, their defense is pretty solid, and their O-line is all right. They have a couple good people on it. It's not overall incredible, but it's, 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 it's all right. I could see this team, if they get a good quarterback in the draft next year, uh, they could be a playoff team in the next couple years. Yeah, I agree. I, I think really they could be a playoff team this year if Bridgewater is more than we expect him to be. But I'm going to go with them finishing as the 12th seed. Now for um, for my 11th seed, I'm going with the Indianapolis Colts. Now I think this team is it could be so bad or it could be a, win this division. But I think they could be so bad and finish like four and 13, five and 12. That's sort of what I thought for most of the week. Because I don't see this Carson Wentz situation working out. And if you have Jacob Eason as your quarterback, that's not going to be any better. But the reason I decided to bail them out, giving them eight wins, is the fact that they have an extremely talented defense and extremely talented O-line. And they have a pretty good um, close to the top ten range of running backs in Jonathan Taylor. Receivers are weak, quarterback is weak, but I think when you have some of the um, less flashy but just solid things on that defense, Darius Leonard, um, pretty good player. I think he could contend for Defensive Player of the Year. Um, DeForest Buckner, same with him. He's awesome. Um, And then on the offensive line, they have arguably a top-five player in the league in Quentin Nelson. So I think this team has some good players but not enough firepower to make the playoffs. Who do you have as your 10th seed, Matthew? 
I have is my 10th seed. I have surprisingly the Pittsburgh Steelers. They were like 11 and 0 last year, and they lost to the football team. I do not have them winning anywhere near 11 games. I have them winning eight games, going eight and nine. They have three guys who could either be very good or very bad receivers: TikTok boys, Claypool, Juju, and Deontay Johnson. Uh, they have a rookie running back who I think is going to be really good, Najee Harris. They have Big Ben, who is not going to be very good this year. He's very old. This might be his last year in Pittsburgh. Uh, they have a very, 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 very good defense, though. But their O line is horrible. They lost like four guys in free agency. I think that Harris could either have a great year because he's just incredible in college and he might be great, but the O line is so bad that he just might have a horrible year. Yeah, I think. Uh, Najee should his, his success should translate into the NFL unless like that line can't hold up and then he gets hurt or he's just not consistent enough. Um, but I think for my 10 seed, I'm going to have got a team who I really thought a lot about in the last few days, and I think they will actually be pretty solid. The Las Vegas Raiders. Now, my thought process for this is the fact that their offense is extremely good. And uh, it was last year, and that's what got them eight wins last year. The problem is they're not exactly good at beating bad teams, but they're really good at beating – or they're not good at beating good teams, but they're really pretty consistent against the bad teams. This offense has a lot of firepower. I think Darren Waller has a career year. I think Josh Jacobs might have a career year, and I think he's extreme. He's being extremely, extremely underrated, especially in fantasy football. Um, I think the receivers are not great. I think Ruggs should be better than his rookie season, and I think Brian Edwards will also come in and be pretty solid. But I think what really matters about this team is Derek Carr. If Derek Carr can be consistently solid, I think this team gets to eight games. But if he's a little more inconsistent, I could easily see 5-12 and 12 or 6-11. and 11. So I think the Raiders um, – I'm, I'm going to take the positive route and put the Raiders at 8-9 and nine and the 10 seed. Now, for your 9 seed, Matthew, who do you have? As my 9 seed, I have the Colts. Their QB situation is the one of the worst. Wentz could be incredible. He could be horrible. We, we don't know. He's injured right now. So it looks like Jacob Easton's going to start the season. That's not good. I, they, I, It's my prediction. It's not official yet. It's probably not going to happen. But I think that the Colts will pick up Cam Newton free agency because their quarterback situation sucks. They have possibly the best other line in the league and a top five defense in the league led by guys like the O-line's led by a guy named Quentin Nelson. And her defense is led by DeForest Buckner and Darius Leonard. I think that they could either do great. I originally had them like two months ago probably as the winner of this division before Wentz got injured. But now Wentz is injured and I have them as the ninth seed, two spots away from the playoffs. So the record of eight and nine. Yeah, I'm struggling here with um with the Colts, I know I already talked about them. I think Wentz could play Week One, but his whole situation is just rough. I even if he's good, I don't think, or not even if even if he's healthy, I can't see him being good, considering he hasn't played good football or like truly good football in like three years. I I just don't see it. I mean, I guess he was pretty solid the year like 
the la- his last Eagles year, like consistent Eagles year before last year, obviously where he got benched midseason. But I, I don't know. I don't see much in the Colts. As for my nine seed, I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think the Steelers will be pretty good. I think Big, Big Ben um, – will be certainly inconsistent, but he'll still rack up passing yards. And this offense will be good. And this defense will be good. I just and, – and you would think if you have a good offense and a good defense, well, doesn't that equal success? Honestly, you would think, but I don't know, with his O-line and the fact that I'm not sure if I trust Big Ben to lead this team to the playoffs. I'm going to have them finishing with a winning record, but finishing at the nine seed. If, um, if we're sitting in January and the Pittsburgh Steelers – won the division. I truly, even though they have a good division, would not be surprised. But just based off um, what I think will happen, I think Big Ben will have um, one of his last years, maybe his last with, no, probably his last with Pittsburgh, and they will have a decently successful but not a great season, finishing 9-8. and eight. Now, who do you have for your 8th seed? I have for my 8th seed the New England Patriots. They picked up a ton of people in free agency that I do not know if that will pay off because it's nobody that like nobody that's incredible, but people that are very solid. They got some receivers. They got uh, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne. They got two tight ends, which was really needed. Uh, um, Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith. They probably only needed one. They yeah. got Matt Judon on defense. They got some other solid guys. But they have the best quarter. They have the best coach in the league and the best coach of all time, Bill Belichick. So if, if Bill Belichick was on the, the Texans, they could probably have ten wins. But he's not. He's on the Patriots, and Mac Jones is could be, Mac Jones is their quarterback. I don't know if he's going to be good or not. Their defense is very solid. Their O line is pretty good. But I think that they'll be nine and eight, one win away from the playoffs at the eight seed. Yeah, as for my eighth seed, I have a team. I, I do think the Patriots will make the playoffs. So, obviously, they are not the eighth seed. And I do have a lot of faith in Mac Jones, but we'll get to that. I think the eighth seed finishes as the Los Angeles Chargers. I have some faith in the Chargers, but um, I don't know. I, I trust Justin Herbert. I think the O-line improved. They signed Corey Lindsley. I think that was the main signing. The defense is talented. So it could tap into its potential, but it also could be pretty poor like last year. I think the real problem is it's going to be a bit of adjustment for this team. Despite the fact that Anthony Lynn was a terrible coach, they were able to get used to him because I think he was there for four years. Um, But now they bring in new coach Brandon Staley, who I think could be good, but I think it'll be a bit of an adjustment. And maybe the Chargers have a bit of a slow start, but figure it out more at the end, similar to Chargers rookies or to Herbert's rookie season. So I think the Chargers are one game. Well, actually, I'm going to spoil it. I think they tie for a playoff spot, but due to just tiebreakers, I think they finish at nine and eight with the eight seed and miss out on the playoffs for the third straight year. Now, uh, now we have the playoff teams here. Who is your seventh seed, Matthew? Okay, I think Matthew is having some connection issues. My bad, my bad. I was muted. My bad. Uh, seventh seed facing off against the two seed in the playoffs. I have the uh, Los Angeles Chargers at, at a record of ten and seven. I think that Justin Herbert is going to have a career year. 
He might win MVP. He might not. You never know. They have uh, eight coach, Brandon Staley. They have um, uh, Austin Eckler, who was hurt most of last year. He could bounce back and have an incredible year. I think he will. They have uh, Keenan Allen, who's always a top 10 receiver in the league. They, they have um, some other guys on defense. They sort signed Corey Lindsley to the other line. That was like one of the biggest moves for agency. He was incredible last year. They have Joey Bosa, who's one of the best players in the entire league. They have um, Derwin James. He's, I think he's returning this year. He hasn't played in a couple years, but I think this team could have a very solid year. They have a lot of talent on the roster. Yep. So, um, so now for my seventh seed, I have the Miami Dolphins finishing nine and eight. I have some faith in Tua Tagovailoa, but he's obviously the big question mark for this squad. I think if he can figure it out and have a solid season, then they could be even better than nine and eight. But when you consider the fact that you have a good O line and a great defense, I, I can't really expect a less than a winning record. Also, they. Uh, should have a solid run game led by RB Miles Gaskin, who I think is pretty good. The receivers improved. They have uh, they added Will Fuller and Jalen Waddle in the draft, and they still have Devonte Parker from the last like six seven years. As for tight end, they have Mike Gesicki, who I think should be pretty solid, like he was last year. So I think this team is pretty good and returns to the playoffs for the first time since 2016 with a record of nine and eight. Now, who do you have for your sixth seed? With my sixth seed, I have the Miami Dolphins. They have a pretty easy schedule ahead of them. Tua could have a great year also. A lot of boomer bust guys this year. I think that Tua's going to have a decent year. They got Jalen Waddle in the draft. They already have Devontae Parker, and they got Will Fuller in free agency. He is missing the first couple of games, though, so that could hurt them. But I think he'll be pretty solid. They have Miles Gaskin. Is a Pretty solid running back. They have a, a very good defense. They have Zayvon Howard, who had the most picks last year. He can do that again. They have another decent cornerback. Is their cornerback too, Byron Jones? They have a lot of good guys in the defensive line. They have an all right O line. I'm pretty. I'm pretty, I'm pretty uh, they have an, a decent O line, and they have Mike Kosecki, who I think is a top. Six tight end in the league might be a little biased because I'm a Penn State fan and I went to Penn State, but I think he's really good and could have a really good season. Yeah, I think. Oh, and don't forget about the one key piece to it all for the Dolphins awesome head coach Brian Flores. But uh, yeah, we can move on to my sixth seed, who I think will be the New England Patriots, finishing at a record of 11 6. I have a lot of faith in Mac Jones to have a good rookie season. I think he will contend for Offensive Rookie of the Year. And I think the rest of that team is fit to be talented enough. And obviously, when you're coached by the best head coach in football, you're bound to get wins. I mean, Matt Judon, I think he was an awesome addition. They definitely overpaid for him, but I think he'll be solid. Uh, they drafted Christian Barmore. They obviously have Stephen Gilmore, who's hurt. So that could be a problem. Uh, but they still also have J.C. Jackson, who will probably fill into that cornerback one role for a while. And he was great last year. As for the offense, like you said, that Johnny Smith-Henry or that Hunter Henry thing was highly unnecessary. But you have two talented receivers on um, 
the field that you added, along with Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne. So I think all overall, I think this team will be really good and finish 11-6. and six. Now, who do you have for your 5 seed? My 5 seed, I have the Baltimore Ravens. I think the Browns are going to do a little, like a, maybe like the same record, but just like beat them in the series. But I have the Ravens at the 5 seed, and Lamar's going to have a really good year, I think. They uh, have Jake, They had J.K. Dobbins towards ACL. That could be a big thing for them. Now the running back's Gus Edwards, and I do not know how good he will be. They have a very bad uh, wide receiver situation. They got uh, Rashad Bateman in the draft. He could be very good. Oh, well. They have Hollywood Brown. He can't catch the ball. They have a very good defense. They have a very good line, and they have the best kicker in the league, Justin Tucker. Um, I know you're a big fan of Justin Tucker, but um, my five seed, I have the team that you were sort of debating whether uh, who will win that division, the Cleveland Browns, or my five seed. I think what separates the Ravens and the Browns, I think they both have talented defenses. Um, they both have good offenses. I just think Lamar Jackson is a little bit better than Baker Mayfield. Obviously, the Ravens don't really have a running back. I mean, Gus Edwards actually should be solid. But the Browns obviously have a much better one in Nick Chubb. But I think the Ravens end up uh, winning this division and the Browns get the five seed. But I do have them both finishing with the same record at 11-6. and six. So now for the four seed, who do you have? For my four seed, I have the Tennessee Titans, led by star running back Derrick Henry. He, I don't think he'll have another... Uh, 2,000 yard season, but I do think he'll be very good again. Uh, they got Julio Jones, just very big, very, very, very big. I don't know how well he will be because they have, like I said, Henry, who they run and hand the ball off to a lot. They have AJ Brown, who was very good last year, and they could throw the ball to him more than Julio. And Julio is also aging a lot, and he might be done in the next couple of years, but I think that Julio is going to be a good addition for maybe just this year. But their, o, their defense is very, very, very bad, and their O-line is not very good. So I don't know what it's going to be, but there's Tannehill. Tannehill can – I think Tannehill will finish even at the top 10 quarterback in the league. And I just think the Titans are going to go 11-6 and six and get the four seed. Yep. So I think the Titans also go um, – go 11 and six and get the four seed. I think Derrick Henry will have a great season like last year. And I think AJ Brown will also be great. I think Julio will be solid, not as good as Brown. As for the defense, well, it's terrible. It's actually bad. But um, I think with a good offense, sometimes it can just overpower it like it did for um, the Titans last season. I think Brian Tannehill is solid, just came off the COVID reserve list. Um, but, yeah, overall, I think this team should be pretty good, and uh, they will get the four seed at a record of 11-6. and six. So now for the three seed, I assume you have the Cleveland Browns? Yep, I have the Browns as the three seed at a record of 12-5. and five. Uh, Baker, I think, is going to have a really good year. He's going to be an MVP candidate. Just a bold prediction. We got They have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hines, the best running back duo in the league. They have OBJ, which came off an ACL injury. I don't know how good he will be. I think he's going to have a decent season now. They also have Jarvis Landry as their uh, wide receiver, too. I don't know if he's going to be good or not because he did make the, he did 
surprisingly have a good season last year. Not really surprisingly, but he had a good year when OBJ went down. I don't know if he's going to do that again. They have um, a, one of the best O-line, if not the best in the league. They have Jack Conklin, J.C. Treader, Joel Petonio, a lot of other solid guys in their O-line. They have a, they don't have the best defense, but they have guys on their defense, a lot of talent on their defense, like Miles Garrett. They got uh, John Johnson from the Rams in free agency. They have uh, Denzel Ward, who's a really good cornerback. They have, they have one of the most talented rosters in the NFL. Yep, I agree. Um but I do think the Ravens win this division, or I have them as the three seed. You know the drill with the Ravens. Uh, Lamar's great. O-line defense is great. Good head coach. Mark Andrews should be solid. They lack receivers, but I don't think it'll be a problem, as it has not been a problem in the Lamar Jackson era so far. So I, I think this team is just a little bit better than Cleveland, but they do finish with the same record, but I think the Ravens, um, they, they split the series, but somehow the Ravens find a way to get a tiebreaker. I didn't think about it that much. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to have the Ravens going 11-6 and six and getting the three seed. So we don't really need to give too much explanation. I can assume you have the two-seeded Buffalo Bills and the one-seeded KC Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, so do you want to give any explanation for those, or should we just move along? We can move on. Okay, so uh, we will be back with the NFC after a quick commercial break. One. Thanks to Walgreens for sponsoring this episode of the sports show with Ben and Dylan. Walgreens, the corner of happy and healthy. So, yeah, now we will be continuing with the NFC. Now, the NFC is probably um, more interesting and could go more different ways than the AFC. So, yes, we will start it off with the NFC with the 16 seed. Matthew, who do you have? I have the D- Detroit Lions at the 16 seed. Detroit has a horrible sports city. The Lions make it even worse than they are. They have horrible teams. They have, they, they have Goff as their quarterback, Jared Goff. I don't know what the hell they were doing. They traded away Stafford. Goff is not very good. The receivers, their their wide receiver one, I'm pretty sure is Brashad Perryman. I don't. It's I. It's not. I think they cut Brashad Perryman, and now they have. Um, who do they have? They have Tyrell Williams, and who's like on the, and Tyrell Williams and. Quintus Cephas. Go Badgers. Um, but, yeah, I think. Those are not very good. No. Uh, they have Swift, who's good. They have uh, a very bad defense, very bad O-line. They're not going to win in any games. I have the Lions at 2-15 and 16 and seed. Yeah, for me, I have the Lions 12, 3-14. and 14. Golf really isn't that bad, and they got a bunch of first-round picks. The actual biggest problem is the fact that they had to um, they have to take on Goff's pretty bad contract. But the Lions did hire a new coach, I think. I don't know. I think they're being slept on a bit. That being said, they'll still only win three games. But um, I expect breakout from Quintus Cephas, you know, go Badgers. And I think the Lions finished 3-14. and 14. Mm, Terrible. Okay, now for the 15th seed. I have the Atlanta Falcons as the 15th seed. 
I actually think they take a big step up, finishing 6-11. and 11. I think that's pretty bad, but not as bad as the 16 seed, obviously. I think Matt Ryan will be solid, but that defense is just awful. And same with the O-line. I think Calvin Ridley is obviously really good, but um, otherwise that team's not so impressive. They did bring in Wayne Gallman, who I think will be a pretty solid backup to Mike Davis, but overall I cannot see this team winning more than six. So I have them going 6-11. and 11. Who do you have as the 15 seed? I also have the Falcons at 5-12. and 12. Hopefully Matt Ryan can do something, find Calvin Ridley a lot. Ridley's going to have an incredible year, I think. Uh, they have Kyle Pitts, who's a rookie tight end from Florida. Uh, he's going to have a great year also. He's going to be one of the top offensive rookie of the year candidates. Uh, they have a very bad defense and a very bad line, so I don't know how it's going to turn out. They have some talent on their uh offense. They also have Mike Davis from the Panthers. They got it's got Wayne Goldman from the 49ers, like you said. Uh they have some talent, but they're la- they lack a lot of stuff. So they're not gonna be very good. Yeah, I I actually forgot to talk about Kyle Pitts. I think he's gonna be really, really good. But um I, I don't think he's saving this team from terror. Um now for the 14th seed, I'm not sure you're gonna have them here, nor do I think you're gonna like this one. But I have the Philadelphia Eagles, so I don't see the Jalen Hurts situation panning out. One, Now, you said, I think, Joe Burrow, I think you said, was the biggest boomer boss player. Jalen Hurts is the biggest boomer boss player, but um, I think the boss side is extremely more likely. As for the rest of the team, the O-line is average, the defense is awful, and Miles Sanders, actually, he'll be pretty good, but... Not that great. I think Devontae Smith can be solid as a rookie receiver. But the problem is when you're a rookie receiver and you come in and are expected to be the number one receiver, how well is that going to go? I would not say that well. I do think Dallas Goddard will have a nice year. But otherwise, I think this Eagles team is pretty bad, finishing 6-11. and 11. Very coincidental as my uh, – uh, my uh, – 14 seed, I have the New York Giants. He had a record of 7-10 and 10 and the worst team in the NFC at least. Uh, Daniel Jones is going to be horrible. This is the last year of him. They're going to try to get a quarterback in the draft. They're probably going to trade up a little bit since they're 7-10. and 10. They're not like 4-13, and 13, which they have like a top five pick. They're probably going to have like a, the eighth pick some, somewhere between there. Um, they do have the Bears pick too. What? They do also have the Bears first round pick. Uh, okay. So, um, they have Saquon, who's going to return. Hopefully, he can do something. He might win Comeback Player of the Year if he can stay healthy and perform well. They have, uh, they got Darius Tony in the draft. I don't know if he's going to do anything. They have Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, and their big receiver, Kenny Galladay, they got in free agency. They have a decent, a pretty good defense. They have, Bradbury, they got the resign. They or they franchise tag Leonard Williams. They have uh, Jabril Peppers. Their O line isn't very good, but besides that, they have a pretty solid team. Yeah, so I think the Giants will be better than the Eagles, but not too much better. As for my thirteen seed, um, I have the Chicago Bears. So I think the Bears are also worse than the Giants. So presumably, the Giants get two top 10 picks, which would be awesome. 
as a Giants fan, consider I don't think this is exactly their year. Um, but the, for the Bears, I think Justin Fields is pretty solid as a rookie. I think he – I'm not going to tell you my order because I think it would help or would spoil sort of the offensive rookie of the year. But I think he finishes as the third eh, – I don't know. I think – as for actual talent-wise, I think he finishes third or fourth of the quarterbacks. As for success, I think he's also third or fourth. But I think overall, the Bears are unimpressive. Their O-line is arguably worse than the Giants and the Bengals, which is sad. Their defense is pretty good, and Allen Robinson has a competent quarterback for the first time in his career. And I think that'll be interesting because he's been really good for a bunch of years with a variation of Blake Bortles and Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky. So I think this could be an even better year for Allen Robinson. I think Cole Komet as a tight end, now the starter for the first time, will be really good. But otherwise, I can't really see much po- many positive things going the Bears' way. So I think the Bears finish as the 13th seed at 6-11. and 11. Uh, I also see Bears 13 seed, but I have them at 7 and 10. I have a lot of teams at 7 and 10. Uh, I don't know who's going to be start. I think I know Andy Dalton's going to be starting, but I don't know who's going to play more games between Justin Fields, the guy in the draft from Ohio State, and uh, Andy Dalton. They have David Montgomery, who had a very solid end of the year last year. I don't know if he's going to continue that streak. They have Allen Robinson, who's very, very, very good, one of the most underrated players in the entire NFL. They have Cole Komet, who's starting as tight end. They also have a good backup tight end, is Jimmy Graham. They have a pretty good defense. They have Khalil Mack, A.D. Jackson, Roquan Smith. They have um, Thurl, I mean, isn't very good. But besides that, they have a solid, not really solid, but pretty decent roster. Yep. Um, so now for the 12 seed for me, I have my New York Giants. What faith do I have in this team? Uh, slim to none. I will be going to the game week one, so I will be seeing the uh, last first game, hopefully, of the Daniel Jones era. Um, so that'll be exciting. I um, I don't expect him to do anything. My, my biggest hope, honestly, is the fact that Saquon can stay healthy because I think he actually has a future. Not that many other players on the team do. I think the reason the Giants are not going to finish last in the NFC East, even though you say they are, is because they have a significantly, significantly, significantly better defense than the Eagles, and the Eagles don't really have a better offense because um, the, the Eagles have no players. And if the, and the Giants can stay healthy, then they have some solid offensive players. Saquon is obviously going to be good when healthy. Galladay, I think he's gone pretty underrated because he has not really been able to stay on the field in two seasons. Uh, Evan Ingram, when he catches the ball, he's good. Darius Slayton, I think, should be good. And I think the biggest breakout this year for the Giants will be coming from the slot position at receiver, Sterling Shepard. I actually think he's going to have a really, really strong year, and I think he'll emerge sort of as that maybe the number one guy if Galladay can't stay healthy and definitely at least is the number two guy over Slayton. So I expect a lot out of Sterling Shepard, and I'd be disappointed if he has a bad season. But, yeah, we can go back now to the um, – to the – or to your 12 seed, Matthew, who do you have as the 12 seed? 
my 12 seed I have for the Eagles at 7-10, and 10, another 7-10 and 10 team. I think Hurts is going to be good. You don't, but I think that he's going to prove the doubters wrong. He's going to have a very solid season. Uh, I have him in fantasy, so I hope that he does good also. Long for just being an Eagles fan. But I think Sanders is going to be pretty solid. Uh, they have a, I think that Quez Watkins is going to have a breakout year. He's like their wide receiver four or something, but I think he's going to do well. They have uh, Vontae Smith, hopefully. Will win offensive rookie of the year? Probably won't, but hopefully. They have Fletcher Cox, Brent, and Graham. They actually have a very underrated defense and a very underrated O-line. Their O-line never stays healthy, so I have no clue if their O-line is going to be good at all. But if they can just not get injured, they will have a top 10 O-line in the league. They might already, though. No, I, I don't think that's true. I don't think healthy and aging Brandon Brooks and an aging Jason Kelsey and an, um, and an aging Lane Johnson means good O-line. Sure, it'll give some veteranship to the locker room and it'll be average, but no, that O-line is not going to be good. Um, nor with the Eagles. I'm sure now that I'm saying this, just with my luck, the Eagles will proceed to win the division and arguably win the Super Bowl, but – I just can't see them being successful. And I don't, I don't think the Giants are going to be successful either, but I think the Giants just have more pieces that will lead to them being better. Anyway, as for my 11 seed, I think it is the Dallas Cowboys finishing as well with a record of 7-10. and 10. I think this team actually is, is a nice um, – yeah, I, I think – they're a nice sleeper candidate. I mean, maybe you wouldn't consider them a sleeper, but I think Dak Prescott's going to have an awesome year, uh, arguably win comeback player of the year. Zeke should have a bounce back year and for, and remember how to hold on to that ball. The um, the O-line's solid. Obviously, the defense is the biggest weak spot. Um, it's a gigantic weak spot, one of the worst in the league. Um but I think when you have such a high-powered offense that will be scoring in the 30s almost every game, unless they really get shut down or Dak gets hurt, I don't. Th- I think that'll make up for some wins as they go seven and ten. Who do you have as the 11 seed? I also have the Cowboys as my 11 seed, but I have them at eight and nine, not seven and ten. Uh, I think that Prescott's gonna get bounce back and have a great year. I think that Zeke's gonna do way better than last year. I think Amari Cooper's going to do well. Hopefully, none of this happens, but I think it will. Uh, I think that Gallup's going to do actually really well. I think that CeeDee Lamb's also going to do really well. I think he's going to become the number one wide receiver on the team by the end of the year and have like 1,200 yards or something like that. But he's not the sixth best receiver in the league. Um. They have... uh, and O line who also gets injured a ton. If their O line can stay healthy, then they'll be pretty good also. Yeah. Their defense is all right. No, it's terrible. But um so as for my tenth seed, I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers. Now I had a lot of faith in them early like literally early in the week. I thought they'd contend for the playoff spot. But the more I really think about it, that whole offense runs through CMC, and teams should be able to stop that. As for the rest of their squad, well, it's terrible. I think Brian Burns, um, really, really dark horse candidate for Defensive Player of the Year. Um, you heard it here first. As for the rest of the team, I mean, the receivers are decent. Um, the problem really is the fact that I cannot guarantee that Sam Darnold is winning you more than four games. Considering he's 
only one. He's it's his gonna be his fourth year. First three years won two games, three games, and I think he won seven games one year. But still, I don't have. I think he was hurt, or no, he had like mono or something most of that year. Either way, I don't feel that Sam Darnold is necessarily going to be good. I think he'll improve from his Jets days just because the team is less dysfunctional. But I think overall, they're not too good, and they finish 7-10. and 10. Who do you have as your 10 seed? It's my 10 seed. I have the uh, New Orleans Saints at a record of 8-9. and nine. James Winston could be very good or be very bad. He got, like, eye surgery, so he, did, like, he was, like, he couldn't see it much when he didn't have like so many touchdowns and so many uh, passing yards. Twenty nineteen, when he was in the Bucks, but he also had like as many interceptions as touchdowns, which is horrible. He got eye surgery. Hopefully that fixes it. He might be good, but he might be horrible also. If he's horrible, they'll probably put Taysom Hill in. They have Kamara, who's a top five running back in the league. If Michael Thomas stays healthy, stays healthy and stays on the field. He will be a very good uh, receiver and probably top five if he can stay healthy. And their defense is very good. Their O-line is very good. And if this team can just figure out the situation with Jameis Winston, they will be a playoff team. But I don't, I'm not 100% confident in Jameis Winston, so I don't think they will be a playoff team. Yeah, I have the Saints as my nine seed. I think – I actually think – the. You know, everyone looks at James Winston. They go, oh, 30 interceptions. Oh, he can't see. But when you really think about it, Drew Brees, when he played last season, it was Drew Brees and Taysom Hill. Hill played four games, could not throw the ball down the field. Brees could not throw the ball down the field. But then you add on a quarterback who, well, he can throw the ball very, very far. Then how could that be getting worse? Obviously, the interception thing's a concern. Plus, Michael Thomas is guaranteed to be out for at least the first six weeks because he's, like, not eligible. But that defense is solid. I think the biggest problem is the fact that Jameis has always worked. Even when he was throwing interceptions, he was still throwing a lot of yards because he was working with two great wide receivers in that year in Evans and Godwin. The problem is there's not really much talent on that receiving core besides Kamara when he's in the receiving game for that. I think Marcus Callaway could be good. I know he's getting a lot of love from fantasy owners. I think he could be solid. Um Otherwise, I mean, they have, like, Deontay Harris. I think he, they, he might be their receiver, too. When um, Bree, oh, Traquan Smith, I think he might be banged up. Either way, I think this team's solid, but not too crazy. Finishing at 8 and 9. Who do you have as your 9 seed? I have the Carolina Panthers 9 seed. They have best running back in the league, Christian McCaffrey. If he can stay healthy like he did not last year, then they will – be eight and nine, but I don't know if they if he gets hurt, this team does go around him. But like one player, I don't know if that changes the entire thing. So I think Sam Darnold is actually going to have a surprisingly good year. And like you said, Brian Burns is one of the best uh, sleeper candidates for Defensive Player of the Year. They also have a decently solid receiver core. They have DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and they got Terrence Marshall in the draft from LSU. They did get rid of Curtis Samuel. Was like their guy. They just like flip the ball off to him, and he would just run a lot. They don't have that type of guy anymore. They do have Christian McCaffrey, who's just like they the best uh, 
receiving running back in the league. And just, I don't know if he's going to stay healthy or not. But if he does, like I said, like, like I just said, he will be the best. And probably, uh, I don't know, hopefully they can do well if he stays healthy. Yeah. So as for my eighth seed, I have the Minnesota Vikings, which, yes, that does mean that all four members of the NFC West make it into the playoffs, which would be interesting. But, yeah, I think the Vikings are um, – I think they're going to be pretty good, but underwhelming, I think, compared to expectations. I can't really see Kirk Cousins leading this – no, I could easily see Kirk Cousins, but I wouldn't bet on Kirk Cousins leading this team to the playoffs. I mean, Dalvin Cook's obviously stellar. Um, but I think overall, I don't know. I think Thielen regresses. Justin Jefferson will be great, but he's banged up, and that defense just really isn't that good. So the Vikings finish as the eight seed. Who do you have as your eight seed? I have my eight seed, also the Minnesota Vikings. I think Cook is going to have the best year out of all the running backs in this, in the league. Um, we'll get to the like the offensive player in, of the year later, but I think he might win that. Uh, they have Je- Justin Jefferson, who had one of the, the best, if not the best, um, uh, rookie wide receiver year of all time. And also had uh, they also have Adam Thielen, who's probably. Sorry, guys. We apologize for some brief technical difficulties. Not really sure what the problem was. But I am here. I am going to give, and Matthew's still here. We will be giving um, now our playoff seeds in the NFC. I will be starting with my seventh seed, where I have the Arizona Cardinals finishing with a record of nine and eight. I think this team will be decent and better than last year. But I do think what's holding them back really is the fact that Cliff Kingsbury is not exactly a good coach. But I think they're good enough to sneak into the playoffs. And maybe Kyler Murray, who I think really emerges this year, has um, has the potential to pull off something special in the playoffs. Obviously, D-Hop's going to be great, and uh, Chandler Jones is back. They signed J.J. Watt, so this defense should be pretty solid, especially the D-line. But, yeah, I think they do still get the worst record in their conference or in their division and finish with the seventh seed and make the playoffs. Who do you have, Matthew? My seventh seed, I have the San Francisco 49ers. They have pretty much everybody back, and everybody on this team is a candidate of winning comeback player of the year. Bosa is one of those high guys who's one of the favorites to win it, along with George Kittle. I don't know if he's eligible for it since he played at East ML last year, but he was hurt half the season, and I think he's going to have a great year. Uh, they also have um, a questionable quarterback situation. I'm pretty sure that Trey Lance is starting the season, but if he doesn't perform well, then Jimmy G's is going to come right in. They have Mostert is, like, so fast. He just runs by anybody, but he gets hurt a ton. And they have a lot of depth at their running back position. They have Jeff Wilson. They have uh, Trey Sermon. Yeah, they have Trey Sermon. They got in the draft from Ohio State. They don't have uh, – they don't – they don't, and they also don't have Tevin Coleman anymore. He's all he's on the Jets. But their defense, when healthy, is one of the best, if not the best, in the NFL. And 
Um, their O-line is pretty good, led by Trent Williams. I think this team, if they can all stay healthy, all stay on the field, is going to be one of the best teams. Okay. As for my sixth seed, I have the Niners. I think this team will be good, um, but not necessarily uh, no, I think they'll be really good. I have them finishing 11 and 6, two games above the Cardinals. I think this team is definitely a Super Bowl contender. If they can figure out that quarterback situation, I think Trey Lance is going to be really good once he steps into that starting role, whether that's in week one or um, at the beginning of the season or in the middle of the season, whatever it is. I think Jimmy G and Trey Lance can both lead these teams to wins when they need to, and they finish 11 and 6 and get the sixth seed. Who is your sixth seed, Matthew? My sixth seed is the Seattle Seahawks. Wilson hates the situation in Seattle because the O-line is so bad. They just listen to him every time and get him down. But they have very good receivers. They have TK Metcalf. They have Tyler Lockett. I think that Metcalf's going to have another incredible year. I think that Lockett's going to do pretty well. If Chris Carson, if he can stay on the field and stay healthy, is a top probably 12 running back in the league, if not top 10. They have... Their defense isn't very good. They have a lot of big-name guys like Bobby Wagner. Uh, they have Quandre Diggs, who was, pretty, was very solid last year. But just like talent. They have a lot of big-name guys, but not they just don't play well together. The first half of the season, the defense was last year, the defense was the big problem. In the second half, the offense was the big problem. So they were more like minded in the second half of the season. But I have no clue what they're going to be this year with the offense or the defense. But I think that they should go towards the offensive side because they're winning more games that way. Yeah. As for my five seed, I have the Seattle Seahawks finishing 11 and 6. I think the Seahawks are going to be really good. Um, I, I think Wilson, he's awesome, obviously, but he's a bit inconsistent. And that's really the main reason why he's never won an NFL MVP, considering he's been a top guy for a few seasons now. Um, that being said, I think – I don't think he wins it this year. But I do think DK Metcalf has an awesome year along with uh, Chris Carson. When he's on the field, I think he's awesome um, and super, super underrated. As for that defense, like you said, talented, but doesn't really translate to playing good football. So I think they are good but not great, finishing us the five seed at 11 and 6. Who is your five seed? My five seed is the Arizona Cardinals. I think they're going to be very good next year. Kyler Murray might have the best. One of the he's, he's, I think Kyler Murray is going to be incredible. He's one of my top candidates for MVP. And uh, they uh, they got a ton of guys in free. They got J.J. Watt. They got Rodney Hudson. He's going to help their line a lot. And J.J. Watt is going to help their defense. They did lose Patrick Peterson. He's kind of washed up. They got like A.J. Green. Is it going to be a, like a wide receiver, like three probably? Their team, behind Hopkins, and maybe Christian Kirk. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they still have fits on their team, but not sure about that. It's not that big of a deal either way. They have uh, they they have a lot of talent, but I think they're going to be they're going to play even well, more, even even better together. They're, they don't have the best running backs, but they have. If, if they just figure out how to play DeAndre Hopkins and just, like, figure out what he's good at, 
they're going to be incredible. If Kyler Murray can just throw the ball and run it 50-50, he's going to be incredible. Okay, so I'm just going to get this out of the way because I don't have a ton to say about them. I assume both of our four seeds is the Washington football team. What record do you have for them? Nine and eight. Yeah, I have them going eight and nine. I don't know. I don't have too much to say about them. Great defense, terrible offense. But I do think Antonio Gibson has a really good year. As for the three seed, I have the Los Angeles Rams. I, I don't know. I think the Rams will be really good. But I think I wouldn't guarantee the fact that they are going to um, – yeah, I wouldn't guarantee that they are going to win this division. But I'd certainly say they are my favorites. I think Matt Stafford has a good year, along with that stacked defense led by Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Obviously, Cam Akers is out for the season. But I think a combination of Daryl Henderson and Sonny Michelle should be good enough in the backfield. I think Tyler Higby has a good year, along with Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. So I think overall they are good enough to finish as the three seed at 12 and 5. Who is your three seed? My three seed is the Los Angeles Rams. With the addition of Stafford, that is a big addition because it's a huge step up from Jared Goofball Goff, as I recently had. If Jared Goff can lead them to the Super Bowl, then what can Matthew Stafford do? Are they going to win the Super Bowl? It's a huge question. They also have like Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, very very solid uh, wide receiver duo. They have uh, they had Cam Akers towards ACL. That is a big deal. They um, so their big new running back is uh, Daryl Henderson. And they traded for Sonny Michelle. I don't know what that's going to do. I think that's going to that's. It's okay. They have the best defense in the league, I think, led by the best player in the league, Aaron Donald. This team might win the Super Bowl next year. Yep. Um, I could definitely see it. Um, as for – I'm going to guess that – maybe don't. Maybe we don't, but do you have the Packers as the two seed? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I have the Packers finishing tw- uh, 13 and 4. What do you have them finishing at? I have 12 and 5. And then the box is the one seed. What do you have the box finishing as? 13 and 4. Yep. So I have them at 14 and 3. But yeah, we can just sort of move along. Um, and we will move into NFL awards before we do playoff predictions. We'll start with the NFL, uh, sorry, the NFL coach of the year. Who do you have winning coach of the year? I have the Bills coach, Sean McDermott, winning coach of the year. The Bills, I have them at 13-4. and four. We didn't talk about them at all, but I'm just going to do a little brief overview of them. They have Josh Allen, who is, a, my opinion, the fifth-best quarterback in the league, and I think that he's going to have another great year. I think that Diggs is going to perform pretty well. Maybe not as good as last year because last year was, like, incredible. He's going to take a little step down, but he's still going to be really good. They have a, decent, a very good wide receiver, too, called Beasley, who was pretty good last year. And I think that McDermott's going to lead them to a very solid season. And, one of, and he's one of their main causes of them being 13 and 4. Yeah, for my coach of the year, um, I I mean, it's tough because I think, you know, I'll, I'll give it to them. I am going to give it to Kyle Shanahan. Now, hear me out. Obviously, everyone already knows he's a gifted coach. But I think the fact that he's going to take a rookie quarterback um, – He's going to take him, whether it's at the beginning of the season or midseason, and help him get to the playoffs and maybe even make a run in the playoffs. I think that deserves credit. So um, 
I'm going with Kyle Shanahan. Now, who do you have for your comeback player of the year? My comeback player of the year, I have Dak Prescott. Uh, he broke his ankle in week four or five. Five. Which one? It was five. Mm-hmm. I went to the Giants. Uh, it was disgusting. And he was having a very good season before that. He was putting up incredible numbers for for the NFL and just fan, and fantasy also. Uh, it kills every it killed everybody last year. Me as an Eagles fan, I hate the Cowboys and I don't like Dak Prescott at all. But I gained so much respect for him after what he went through last year. And it was really sad, and I'm hoping he can come back, bounce back, and have a great season. And I think he will. Yeah, my I, I fully agree. Um, but I think my comeback player of the year is a bit safer of a pick, and that is my second straight 49er, Nick Bosa. I think Nick Bosa is going to be really, really good and uh, will be the best guy on a dominant Niners defense that I think goes out as one of the best in the league this year. So, yeah, I think Bosa is great. The Niners are great, and he wins comeback player of the year. But obviously an honorable mention to a guy like Dak. I don't know if CMC could win it because I'd probably give it to him, but I, I decided not to. Now, who is your defensive rookie of the year? My defensive rookie of the year is Michael Parsons. Maybe a little Penn State biased, I don't know, but he is very, 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 very good in college. And uh, he didn't play last year in college because he opted out because of COVID. But so I don't remember much of him, but he's going to be incredible. And he's going to leave. It's my, it's my, it's my second Cowboy also. I just realized that. It's a little disappointing that he went to the Cowboys. I was hoping he would go to a different team. I hate the Cowboys. But um don't really mind. It's fine. As long as, long as, as, long as a Penn State player can just do great in the NFL, I'm happy with that. And I think Michael Parsons is going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah, as for me, I have Pat Sertain. Uh, he probably should have went higher in the draft. The Panthers idiotically took J.C. Horn over him. But um, I think Sertain's ready to be the NFL's next premier corner for the Denver Broncos. They already had a great secondary led by Justin Simmons, but I think it got even better this offseason. So I think Sertain will be awesome and will be one of the best players for years to come following in his father's footsteps. So I think he wins Defensive Rookie of the Year. Now, who is your Offensive Rookie of the Year? I have Kyle Pitts, number 84, in Florida, winning. Uh, a winning offensive rookie of the year. I originally had Mac Jones. I crossed it off because I'm just not 100% convinced on him. But I am convinced on Kyle Pitts having a great season. I think that he will be like the fifth best tight end in the NFL by, by the end of the season. And uh, yeah, he's going to have like maybe 900 yards next season. He's not much to explain about him, but he's going to do pretty well. Yeah, as for me, I think I think it's tough. I, I feel like the pro, I could see Pitts winning it, but when there's five quarterbacks, and I don't really think any um, of them are going to be bad, and it's a quarterback's league, the NFL, I really can't see a quarterback not winning it. So I'm just going to give it to the safest pick, and that is uh, number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence. I don't think his team's going to be good at all yet, but I think he's going to be incredible. Um, and I think he 
yeah, I think he wins Rookie of the Year, not by a landslide, but I think he wins it, edges out maybe Pitts and, like, Trey Lance. I think Lance is going to be really good. So, yeah, Lawrence wins Offensive Rookie of the Year, which brings us to our next award, Offensive Player of the Year. My Offensive Player of the Year is Dalvin Cook for the Vikings. I said earlier that he, I think he's going to be the best running back in the NFL by the end of the season. It's a very, very, very well pick. But I had him in fantasy last year. He was incredible for me. He was so consistent also. I just don't – I'm not 100% sure about this, but I think he's going to have a great season. And maybe like 1,800 rushing yards and win Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah. I am going to go with Devontae Adams. So a receiver won it in 2019. That was Michael Thomas. I think Devontae Adams wins it. Now, this is Green Bay's last hurrah, probably with Aaron Rodgers. We'll see. And I think that Rodgers and Adams connection only gets stronger. I think Adams had like 17 receiving touchdowns last year, which is ridiculous as it is. And I think it stays around that number, maybe even higher. I think he is one of the greatest receiving seasons we have ever seen. Um, I I think Devontae really emerges, um, despite the fact that many, including myself, think he's already the best receiver in the league. I know Matthew thinks Dehop's better, but I think he clearly emerges himself as the best receiver this year and has a ridiculous season and wins Offensive Player of the Year. So now we can move on to Depoy. My defensive player of the year, I have Devin White. Very, pretty bold, but of the Buccaneers, he was very, very, very good last year. And I think he's going to continue this streak and just have a ton of sacks, a ton of forced fumbles. He's going to just be incredible. Devin White, my defensive player of the year. Okay, my defensive player of the year, I will be going with Aaron Donald. Obviously not a bold pick. But um, I can't really say it's going to be anybody else because he's just so unbelievably dominant. And on a great Rams team, I think it's almost a given that he will win this award. So I'm going with Donald to win his fourth Defensive Player of the Year. Um, And now that brings us to the final award that everyone cares about, the Most Valuable Player. Matthew, what do you think? My 2021 MVP for quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray. Very bold pick. Kyler, I think it's going to be incredible. Like I said, if he just throws the ball to DeAndre Hopkins, then it's case closed. He's he's going to be incredible. Hopkins is just the best, and Kyler Murray is the best. Hopkins is going to lead him to MVP. That O-line is going to help him win MVP. I think Kyler Murray is going to get the job done. The Cardinals and one MVP. Yeah, my MVP is none other than I think three-time MVP winner, maybe four. Tom Brady. I think Brady. He just led the Bucks to his seventh Super Bowl ring, and I think he would contend for number eight this year. Um, yeah, I, I he's so good. Um, He's so, so good. He doesn't age. I think the Bucks go 14-3, and three, get the number one seed, and he is so unbelievably impressive that he wins another MVP. At, geez, it's ridiculous. Um, how old is he? I think he's 44. I think he just turned 44. Maybe he just turned 43. Let me just check. Um, sorry, he just turned 44 in August. So, yeah, I think he continues with his 
uh, lack of aging and wins his fourth MVP. Um, so, yeah, that finishes NFL awards. We'll come back for one final NFL playoff segment after a quick, another quick commercial break. Okay, we are back. But this podcast is also brought to you by Skittles. Taste the rainbow. I know it's one of my favorite candies, and I bet it's one of Matthew's favorite. So, yeah, Skittles. Taste the rainbow. Um, but yeah. Thank you to Skittles and Walgreens for sponsoring this awesome episode of the Sports Show with Ben and Dylan. We will get into our NFL playoff predictions. We will do each round, round by round. We will start in the AFC East with the two versus seven matchup. The bo- or who is your two versus seven matchup? Sorry. Which conference again? The AFC. In the AFC, I have the two seed. Uh, Bills versus the seven seed Chargers. Who do you think will I take th- that? I think the Bills will take the W and move on to face the winner, or not really winner yet because it's not determined because the reseeding. But if things stay normal, then Browns versus Dolphins, the winner would face that. Yeah. yeah. So for me, I have the Bills versus the Dolphins, a good old. AFC East battle, and I really don't have much faith in Tua beating Josh Allen in a playoff game, especially on the road in the freezing cold, um, in freezing cold Buffalo. It just doesn't seem ideal for them. So I think the Bills take this one rather easily and move on to the next round. Now for our three six matchup, you think you just hinted at the fact that you Browns versus Dolphins. Who do you think will take that one? Upset alert in the first round of the playoffs. I have the Miami Dolphins moving on to face the uh, Chiefs in the next round. I want to see the Chiefs. Can I get the job done against the Chiefs? We'll see. That is a stunner alert. Um, yeah, it would be kind of funny if Tua outduels Baker Mayfield in a um, playoff or, yeah, in a playoff matchup, I think that'd be cool. Um, as for 3-6, for me, I have the Ravens versus the Patriots, and I think the Baltimore Ravens get it done. Um, I would almost feel like picking the Patriots, but I just when you think about the fact that Mac Jones would probably be coming in, and, and he'd obviously never played a playoff matchup, while Lamar Jackson would be playing his fifth play, uh Yeah, I think his fifth. Um, yeah, his fifth playoff game. Sorry, I was having trouble confirming that. Um, and I think Lamar also at home just sort of overwhelms this defense. And I think the Ravens move on. But I would not be shocked if the Patriots could make something happen in the playoffs. So, yeah, now that moves us on to our 4-5 matchup where I think you have the Titans versus the Ravens, a rematch from last year. Yeah, I have the Titans versus the Ravens, and I have the – uh, Baltimore Ravens moving on to face the Buffalo Bills in the next round. Yeah, I have the Titans versus the Browns, on the other hand, which was, featured one of the craziest matchups from last year. Um, Yeah, I think the Browns could be a more talented team, but when you just consider that experience and the home field advantage and the fact that I think Derrick Henry could run his way through that D-line, I think – the Titans are able to get it done. The only thing that could, would concern me when it comes to the Titans winning this game is the fact that the Titans' defense sucks. 
And when you had that Browns align, and I think Chubb could just sort of run through them, and I think the Browns could win this game. But I'm going to go with the Titans, keeping home field advantage. So, yeah, now we can move on to the NFC wildcard matchup, where we will start with your 2-7 matchup, which is the Green Bay Packers versus the 49ers, right? Yep. Who will take it? I have the Green Bay Packers taking the W here, getting rid of the very injury-prone team of the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, as for me, Packers versus Cardinals, I think Kyler Murray is not necessarily ready for a pretty good Packers defense, and I think um, Aaron Jones dominates that Cardinals D-line. I, I really can't see uh, the Cardinals standing much of a chance despite talent, and I think the fact that the Cardinals have so much talent and um, have failed to win a playoff game yet in the Kyler Murray career makes uh, this front office com- um, contemplate firing Cliff Kingsbury over the offseason. So yeah, despite the fact that I think Kyler Murray will have a great season, I don't know this. I don't. I don't really see them winning anything. So yeah, so I have the Packers moving on. Now we have the three-six matchup where you have the Seahawks versus the Rams. Correct. Yep. Rematch of last year. Also, I have the uh, Los Angeles Rams moving on to face the Packers in the next round. Uh. And not much to say here. Stafford's going to get the job done here and eliminate maybe the last time that Russell Wilson will wear a Seattle Seahawks uniform. Yeah, I have the Rams versus the Niners. And despite the fact that I don't think Matt Stafford has ever won a playoff game, I think he comes in as a seasoned vet and uh, tears up the elite Niners defense as the Rams move on to the next round. And finally, in the 4-5 matchup, I have the Washington football team versus the Seahawks. You have the Washington football team versus the Cardinals. Will the football team be able to get it done, Matthew? I have the, sadly, now, football team will lose again two years in a row. I have the uh, Arizona Cardinals moving on to face the Bucks. Uh, it's not really an upset, seating-wise it is, but the Cardinals are better. And uh, Murray's going to, the MVP, Kyler Murray, is going to get the job done here and face the super, former Super Bowl champion. And your pick for MVP, Tom Brady, versus my pick for MVP, Kyler Murray, in the next round. Yeah, as we know well, Russell Wilson loves tearing up NFC East defenses, and I think he does no different in this playoff matchup as the Seahawks dominate the Washington football team. And Russell Wilson, along with the Rams, both move on to the next round. So, yes, now we have our next matchup. We will start it off for you. You have the Chiefs versus the Dolphins, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, Chiefs versus Dolphins in the next round. I have the... Uh, 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 my bad. The Miami Dolphins picking out here. The Chiefs moving on to their fourth straight yeah. AFC Championship. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, they only had to win one game against the lack, less, not really lackluster, but the worst team still in the playoffs, the Miami Dolphins. So it's not really any bit of challenge for the Chiefs. I don't know if they can. I don't know if they're gonna get back to that AFC Championship to the Super Bowl though. They have to face the winner of the Ravens and Bills. Yeah, I have 
the Chiefs versus the Titans as well. And I think the Chiefs offense really carves up this awful Titans defense and the Chiefs dominate. So now for your two versus, I forget, did you have the Titans or the Ravens winning? I had the Ravens winning. So you have Bills versus Ravens, a good matchup. Who do you have winning? I have the Buffalo Bills moving on and facing the Chiefs in second year in a row in the A's championship game. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Yeah, like you said, I have a rematch. Bills versus Ravens of last year. The Bills really crushed in that matchup, and I don't think we see anything too different as the Bills cruise and move to their second straight AFC championship. Once again, as you said, where they rematch the Chiefs. Now we have the NFC playoffs. So the you have the one-seeded Bucks facing off against the five-seeded Cardinals. Who do you have taking that one? I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers moving on to the second straight uh, NFC Championship game. And Kyler Murray, the MVP, has been kicked out of the playoffs. And your MVP, Tom Brady, is soaring on to his second straight NFC Championship game. Yeah, I think Bucks for Seahawks. The Seahawks defense really cannot handle the Bucks' high-powered offense. Similar to Chiefs-Titans, I think the Bucks dispatch Russell Wilson quite easily and move on to the conference championship. So, yeah, we have very similar playoffs as the first three are the exact same teams. And now, finally, we both have Packers versus Rams. And who do you have taking this one? I have the Rams moving on to the NFC Championship game. For the first time since 2018, and the uh, Rams with Matthew Stafford. Stafford gets first two playoff wins ever in a Rams uniform, and just ever, period. And if it has to face off against the former Super Bowl champions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, as for me, I have Packers-Rams as well, and I really was set on putting the Rams maybe to the Super Bowl, maybe not, but most likely to the Super Bowl. And then I just thought about this. It is the Green Bay Packers versus Matthew Stafford. We obviously saw this matchup so many times when he was in a Lions uniform. I know his surrounding pieces were significantly worse, but Matt Stafford does not beat the Packers. And I think the Packers are able to beat the Rams' high-powered defense and offense and move on. So we have I, I, you have one different team than me, and I have the exact same conference championship as last year, which I know is not too creative, but it is what it is. So that's just what I think will happen. So now for you, you have the uh, – or we both have the Chiefs versus Bills. Who do you have winning Chiefs versus Bills? I have the Buffalo Bills going to the Super Bowl, led by the coach of the year, John McDermott. And some star players, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Tredavious White, all of those guys will be moving on to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So for me, I have – this is what it is. It's Chiefs versus Bills, and I think the Chiefs, like last year, handle the Bills quite easily, to be honest. Um, I don't really think the Bills stand much of a chance as Mahomes advances to his third straight Super Bowl. And then uh, we have slightly different matchups. You have Bucks versus Rams. I have Bucks versus Packers. Who do you have winning, Bucks or Rams? I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to their second straight Super Bowl, knocking off 
Matthew Stafford and the Rams. Or not really Matthew Stafford and the Rams, but Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and the Rams. Uh, I have Tom Brady going to another Super Bowl. Can he get the eighth? Hopefully he does not get the eighth Super Bowl ring that he wants. Yeah, I have Chiefs versus um, the winner of this Bucks packers game. And I know, I guess, the Bucks. Yes, they were able to beat the Packers last year. And I I know it's impossibly hard to um, to pick the same two Super Bowl opponents two years in a row. And it very rarely happens. With um, I, I can't even think of a time where we've seen the same two Super Bowl matchups in a row. And I think we will not see it this year as the Packers are able to defeat the Bucs Finally, Aaron Rodgers is able to get past the conference championship and advances to try and win his second Super Bowl and possibly his last year with Green Bay. So here we have it. You have Bucks versus Bills. I have Chiefs versus Packers. And who do you think will take it in a matchup of the two teams or in your Bucks bills matchup? And give me a Super Bowl MVP as well. Also, if they score in the Super Bowl, okay. I think it be – Buffalo Bills will get the job done and win their first ever Super Bowl in history. I have the final score of 31 to 27 and my Super Bowl MVP, Josh Allen. Yeah, I think Yeah, I Yeah, I'll go with um okay, this is tough. Chiefs Packers. Packers have a great line, not a crazy defense. Um as for the – oh, this is tough. I'm really struggling here. I think I think you go either way. Will Aaron Rodgers beat Mahomes? They were the top two guys in the MVP, and they both probably will contend this year. And I think in the Super Bowl, the Chiefs are able to defeat the Packers, giving Mahomes his second straight Super Bowl. And I think the Chiefs win this one 26-24. Patrick Mahomes – Super Bowl MVP. So, yes, I think it is complete. The Chiefs win the Super Bowl for me. The Bills win the Super Bowl for you. And, uh, yeah, that wraps up this episode. It was a long one. We got um, significantly over an hour. So, yes, I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you, Matthew, for being on. And I will talk to you guys next time.